0: Welcome to the Live From Rest podcast, and this is season two, episode nine, entitled Finding the Truth. I'm Steve Smith, your host, one of the founders of Live From Rest. In these podcasts, we take time to explore the ancient art of being. In this session, I'm playing you my second interview with Steve Buckland of Igniting Hope Ministries and Bethel Church in Reading, California. In these two sessions, Steve shares seriously exciting and life-changing truths. If you haven't already heard part one of this series, please press the pause button now and then come back after you've heard part one. So if you're still listening, hopefully it's because you've heard part one. And if so, I've got no doubt that you'll be looking forward to hearing what Steve's got to say in this episode. Previously, we looked at the subject of lies and how it's all too easy for us to be believing lies which result in us living defeated lives. And today, we're going to move on to talk about truth and how we can make God's truth the force that directs the way we live. So let's now hear the second interview with Steve. Well, Steve, it is so good to have you for the second part on our little series, Truth and Lies. Steve, we we had a good chat about the whole concept of lies and negativity. Thank you so much for that.
1: Yes, we did. Uh, it's good to be with you, Steve. Thank you. Thank
0: you. I thought having focused on negativity and no, focusing on hopelessness and focusing on, on, on lies, let's just have a a uh, little chat about truth. You, one of the things that I associate with you, which has been really helpful, has been this um, whole concept of declarations. Do you wanna just talk to us a little bit about declarations? I know it's a passion of yours.
1: Yeah, it, it really is. Because we can't change our life without changing how we talk. Mm. And I really, you know, just uh, um, one of my studies in the Bible, one of my biggest studies is on the power of words. Mm. And I remember as um in, in the early nineties, I was pastoring a, a small rural church near Las Vegas, Nevada, and God was just overhauling my beliefs. And he was saying, Steve, you know, I'm, I'm going to teach you how to actually believe higher than what you're feeling and experiencing. It's called faith. Mm. And so. He said, I don't want you to be a thermometer. I want you to be a thermostat mm. in how you think and how you talk. And all I was up to that point was basically a thermometer, just thinking and talking what I was feeling and experiencing. I'm tired. Everybody's tired. We're poor. This area is hard for the gospel. Every time I move forward in God, I get attacked by the devil. You know, so I, was, I was just, I was just mm. saying my experience. And and God says, you know, if you're only going to say what you're experiencing, you're only going to think what you're experiencing, you're just going to repeat it. And, And so he said, you'd be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So I've got to get you to renew your mind with my promises rather than your experience. You don't deny your experience. You just don't get your beliefs out of it. So I saw of the verse, like in Proverbs eighteen twenty one, it says, "Death and life is in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit." Those who love what? Those who love the revelation that life is in the power of the tongue yep. will eat the fruit of their past words. Mm. And so I'm out there, and I felt like the Lord was saying to me. All right, Steve. Because I, I had promises, I had prophetic promises that I was going to influence nations, and mm. but I I was hardly influencing anybody out in the desert. And I felt like the Lord said, Steve, I want you to start saying that you radically influence nations. Mm. I said, I said, well, Lord, I, I thought you said, "Thou shalt not lie." I mean, I mean, shouldn't I shouldn't I wait until I, I'm radically influencing nations before I say I'm radically influencing nations? He said, well, Steve, let me ask you a question. Do you wait for an apple tree to have apples on it before you call it an apple tree? Great line. I said, well... I said, uh, "No, Lord. Even if the apple tree too, is too young to have apples on it, we're not confused about its identity. We still call it an apple tree. Absolutely. It's still, it's still. We would be accurate in saying that tree right there has the gift of apples." Yep. And, and so he said, "Think about it, because you don't get your identity out of what you've done. You get your identity out of what you're created to do." Mm. You don't get your identity out of what you've done. You get your identity out of what you're created to do. You're created to radically influence nations. You're created to do relationships well. You're created to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. You're created to walk in joy and hope. And so that began to really shift me. And then he showed me uh, stories in the Bible like, Abraham, I mean, Abraham gets a promise about age 75. Hey, count stars, count, mm. you know, sand. That's how many of your descendants are going to be. Well, 20 plus years later, it still hadn't happened. Genesis 17, he has an encounter with God. And God says, your name shall no longer be Abram, which what he was called to up to that point, which means exalted father. But your name shall now be called a father of a multitude. Yeah. And he, he changed his identity uh, based by the what he was promised. So mm-hmm. he made an identity out of the promise, and he started calling himself that. Mm. And that's where we get Romans 4.17, where it says, God who gives life to the dead by calling those things that do not exist as though they did. Yeah. And so I began to see it. Wow! And, and when Abraham started calling himself, then uh, one year later Isaac is born. Yeah. He he got breakthrough. And by the way, Isaac means laughter. That's you know, true. we can go back to our la- la- mm. go to back to our last session where we laughed a little bit. Yeah. But I I began to dec- I began to see it. Wow! Lord, you want me to actually declare out of my mouth because Romans 10:17 says faith comes by hearing. Yeah. If I'm going to believe something higher. I've got to hear something higher and I'm not going to wait for someone else to come to me. Gideon had an angel who came to him. I'm not waiting for an angel. I'm coming to me. Yeah. So I wrote a book called You're Crazy If You Don't Talk to Yourself. Yes. So I'm out there I'm out there in the desert just declaring things. I everywhere I go revival breaks out. I do relationships well. Uh-huh. I'm a great decision maker. I wasn't telling other people this. I was telling me. Yeah because i wasn't i wasn't trying to convince anybody else i was trying to convince me because my the stronghold in me based on past experience based on lies says you can't say that mm-hmm. that's not true for you and i'll tell you this steve i be this was 25 years ago plus and much of what i'm experiencing right now in my life in favor resources uh, even what's happening in my own heart, my emotions, is the result of what I said 25 years ago yeah. when it was ridiculous to say to say that. Mm-hmm. And I'm convinced, man, you start getting the promises of God in your mouth. I'm convinced it's going to bring breakthrough.
0: Yeah, that's that's so good. I, I love that concept of um, becoming a thermostat, and and, and what you've described. Abraham declaring himself to be what he wasn't at that time is, is being a thermostat, isn't it? You, it, it? It takes a long time sometimes for a house to heat up. You, you set the dial and you've got to believe that the house is going to warm up, even though it's cold. But it's going to warm up, isn't it?
1: I, I love that, uh, you know, that imagery because we set this thermostat in the house by faith. Yeah, you know, you know, when you set it, you're not, you're not there. While well, I wonder if this is gonna work. I mean, every once in a while, yeah, there may be a problem, but it works. It does, and that's it. And the gap time, the gap time from when you set it to when you experience it is called faith. Yes, it's called faith in your house. It's called faith in your life. So the gap time, I'm not influencing nations, but I'm saying I radically influence nations. Man, I, I, I'm a high-level influencer. I had to say I write books before I wrote books yeah. and because I, I didn't believe I could write books. Sure. So I went after the lies through the declarations, and I set a new temperature in my life. And eventually, I be, I, my experience caught up with my beliefs.
0: Yeah, I mean, what you're describing is faith. And I've had so many conversations with people that say, oh, I wish I had your faith. And they sort of feel like it's something that they're just waiting for, like you're saying, waiting for the angel to appear in Gideon's case or whatever it may be. Mm. And a definition which is sort of in line with what you've said that I've heard of faith is finding out what is true and then choosing to believe it. As Christians, we've come to the conviction that God is who he says he is. He's He's the God of hope. He's the creator. He's almighty. He loves us. He's going to see us through. His goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, or whatever it may be. We, faith isn't waiting for some, some mystical experience, is it? No. It's choosing to believe what God has said.
1: Yeah, it's just as we receive Jesus as our savior. You know, it says, you know, Uh, We we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth. And so, you know, just it's even like the verse you just said, goodness and mercy follows me. We all the days of my life, we see that, but we have to receive that. Mm I I believe and then I confess with my mouth. Just like I confess Jesus, I believed in my heart that God raised him from the dead, and then I confess with the mouth, Jesus is Lord, Jesus rose. At that moment I get I, I receive eternal life. Mm. Well, it's just the same, same with every other benefit of salvation. I believe and then I confess. I goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life. The moment I confess that, something starts to happen.
0: Yeah. yeah. Steve, I've used a number of declarations that you have written as a set of three, and I haven't used them lately, but they've been really helpful. So we mentioned last week that you've got a website, ignitinghope.com, and I think I'm right in saying that people can download some declarations from there. Absolutely, we've got, you know, there's that
1: list you're talking about is called Steve's declaration list, which is the basic Mm. beginning point. Mm -hmm. You know, I I tell people do an experiment and read that list morning and night for a month and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Just just try something. I've had so many testimonies of people just from that list that has changed life. So that's on ignitinghope.com, Steve's declarations. And then you can just find many, many other declarations That are on there as Mm -hmm. well but I've got uh, like 75 biblical declarations that that are there I've written a book called declarations unlocking your future which has 30 biblical reasons why we make declarations so that's a powerful book that will help convince you of the biblical foundation for making declarations and then I mentioned also the other book that I wrote that is my strongest book on the power of words is you're crazy if you don't talk to mm-hmm. yourself.
0: Absolutely. And um, another book, uh, you know, let's keep plugging your books, a very simple, easy to read book, which it was, I thought was very helpful is Victorious Mindsets. Yes. That, that, that works quite well as a devotional. I don't know, was it written as a devotional? Because yes. I, I thought it worked very well as a devotional.
1: It's a fifth, it's it 30 days. It's 50. I've got 50 devotionals. And you know, that book came out of a season of my life where I began to take inventory of every area in my life where I didn't have inner victory. You know, when I felt mm. a lack of inner victory, then I said, Okay, what is this? And uh, you know, there's a lot of areas. And so, what's the lie that's creating this lack of inner victory? And then, what's the truth? Which became the victorious mindset. So it's a devotional. It's a short power pack book. We just take all the fluff out of it and get right to the truth. That's a fun well, book. It's a great devotional. Yeah,
0: well done for for giving us that resource. You know that I work um, I work with people in addiction, and a lot of my work really is is around mental health. And uh, one tool that has been developed in in Recent years or maybe recent decades is cognitive behavioral therapy. And I would say cognitive behavioral therapy has been in the Bible all along. (laughs) Uh, And it's powerful. It's it's just helping ourselves to choose to think more, to think positively and and to think well.
1: Yeah, it is. um, And and I believe one of the greatest revelations we can get is that we can choose what to believe. I can choose what to believe about myself, I can choose what to believe about you. And mm-hmm. like Joshua and Caleb in Numbers 13, they, mm-hmm. they believe something different than the 10 spies. Yep. They put right. a different conclusion. And, you know, I mean, it may not seem like they chose to believe that, but they, they did. And that story, mm-hmm. you know, even tells me that the circumstances aren't as important as the conclusions that we place on them. And even what's okay. going on in the world right now. It's not as important as the conclusions that we're placing about what's going on in the world right now. Absolutely. And so just keeping our beliefs filled with hope, certainly being compassionate, but but great,
0: great influencers have great beliefs. Yeah. I love that story of Joshua and the spies. Joshua and Caleb, they saw exactly the same circumstances. What they saw was exactly the same, wasn't it? Yes. But two men two men saw victory and 10 men saw defeat. And so we got to choose what we're going to believe and what we're going to see and what we're going to act upon. Yeah,
1: and I mean, the 10 spies, they said we're like grasshoppers in our own sight and so we are in theirs. And so yeah. they're, they're, the, the lies that they were believing about themselves, and that's why this declaration thing about declaring who God says we are is so important because the lies that they were believing about themselves caused them to misinterpret what was happening in your their circumstances?
0: Mm. Well, Steve, I am really so grateful for you spending this time with us. You have been a real inspiration to me over many years, and I'm I'm grateful for that. And I trust that you will be inspiring those that are listening. So, ignitinghope.com. I just encourage those listening to to look up. I, I keep getting your your name mixed up. It's Steve Backlund, isn't it? Not Steve. It's Steve. <laughs>
1: Steve. Back Lund, B-A-C-K-L-U-N-D, B-A-C-K-L-U-N-D. Scand, good Scandinavian name.
0: Oh, that's where it's from, is it? Okay, so if you Google Steve, you'll find him, and you'll there's just so many resources. Steve, would you close in prayer for us again? Yeah. Ask God to encourage us to really hold onto his truth.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Father, thanks for those who are listening right now. Just thanks for the great privilege of of just um, encouraging and, and just... Uh, Ministering to them today, and Holy Spirit, I thank you for the revelation today, even on the power of words, and that that you would just I thank you for grace coming upon each one, to to just um, first of all just just the negativity, this any any speaking death over circumstances. We thank you that you're just you're gonna eradicate that from our lives like never before. And I thank you for the revelation that life is in the power of the tongue. That that revelation will just absolutely uh, just mm. go ballistic in everybody's heart and mind, and that we will speak life <laughs> like never before. Thank you for the grace to do that. Thank you, Holy Spirit, just for those who are listening right now, who are just in challenging situations. Thank you for a fresh uh, word from you, a fresh promise that is highlighted. And I thank you again that our future is as bright as your promises. And we thank you for your promises for
0: every person in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Steve, I know you've got meetings ahead of you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for being with us. And I hope we'll be in contact again one of these days. Oh, thank
1: you, Steve. God bless you. Bye.
0: Well, I really hope you found this encouraging and inspiring. So, are you living as a thermometer or as a thermostat, I wonder? This whole thing of understanding truth and lives has been grabbing me for years and just even doing these podcasts has inspired me to look at and check my own beliefs again. So I encourage you to re-listen to these messages and also to look up the resources that we've referred to. In particular, um, in the text, the blurb that comes with this podcast, you should find a link to Steve's declarations and other resources. I encourage you, please make exposing lies and declaring truth a lifelong habit. I've just uploaded a new meditation in the gratitude section of the Live From Rest app called I Declare. And if you've been inspired by the idea of declaring truth, why not give that meditation a try? The Live From Rest Christian meditation app is completely free. It's a gift to the people of God and it can be downloaded now from the App Store and Google Play. Use it to help you live a life free from anxiety, worry and strife. So thank you so much for listening. And if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please do share them with your friends and leave us a review. Thank you. The Lord bless you. Bye for now.